Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning. <laughs> I waited for you to say it first. I was going to say I never beat you to it. I know, but this time I, I timed it so you could be you, first. That's not fun. You gave it to me? Yeah. Well, like that. I want to I win on my own. Well, not this time. <laughs> <laughs> you big jerk. <laughs> Sorry. Well, all right. Sorry. Well, I have to say, Dad, I will let you have it because as you tend to, I don't know if anybody listened to our episode on taking initiative, but if you remember that episode, Dad, you're always rowaning things, I'm not a, oh, ruining, rowaning, rowaning. What is that? <laughs> if they remember the term rowan. Oh, rowan, yes. Rowan, it's oh. a name, Dad. I thought you remember were, you you were are mispronouncing my ruin, and I was getting upset. No, so. you don't okay. ruin things. You don't ruin, you rowan. Okay, good. So. so. In a previous episode about taking initiative, I think it was called Message to Garcia, mm -hmm. if you want to check it out. I personally thought it was a good episode, but you had talked a little bit about this Rowan and this guy that took initiative and solved problems and got things done. Mm -hmm. And you recently Rowaned the crap out of my battery issues on my phone. So I show up here this morning and my dad affixes this little magnetic apple device to the back of my phone <laughs> it's called a magsafe battery by apple <laughs> the magsafe battery by apple it, just bought it <laughs> correct but he put it on my phone and he said here this should solve your battery problems because now you know if you're out you can keep that in your purse and it'll just charge your phone and it's awesome what i didn't realize or what he didn't realize was that this is now mine <laughs> yes <laughs> be careful don't show christina things that she likes because they become hers so correct right so i took it and that might have been a miscommunication the way that you positioned this but you affixed it to my phone and you said now you can just keep that in your purse yeah, knowing full well it's a magnet that comes off the phone but right you, but i i think i'll lose fingers if i try to take it but off the way you now. said it was now you can just keep yes. it in your purse so you can you can. You so can you have said it. it like that. So then yeah. I have now consumed you, it. You can have it. But it's then yours. he said, oh, I guess it's yours now. And so it was a little miscommunication we had this morning where he thought he was just showing me something. And needless to say, his MagSafe battery is now my MagSafe battery. That's correct. So the Thank key you, now, Faj. you're very welcome. And what would make me most happy is that I don't text you and then you say, oh, my phone was dead so i didn't know that you were calling me or texting me so now you have that's no just, reason for your phone to be that's dead. just what i say when i don't <laughs> want to answer your texts <laughs> that may not change no <laughs> whoops <laughs> see the things i learned and that leads into our uh, topic for today what is our topic today dad well what i wanted to talk about today people in whatever job they're doing they're doing their job but they see maybe a better formula for what they're doing or a better process or a better recipe or a better, just something. And they're afraid. A lot of people are afraid to maybe tell their boss, Hey, I have this idea for this, or I have this idea for that. So I have a little 
some steps, a little five step so that, thing to, so, to help with that. So listeners, to boil it down, I think the essence of the episode today is how do you, as you're going about your day to day, whatever your day to day is, and it doesn't have to be your job, it could be, maybe it's just things in life, but how do you identify things that could be better? And when you keep getting that like eureka moment, as we've said in the past, right, or, or that, that aha pull moment, that got you know, that yeah, pull that you're like, man, I know this is what I am told to do, and this is the process, and this is the job, but if I did this, it would make it a lot more efficient. Or if I did it like that, it would be a lot better. How do you start to figure out like? follow your gut and how do you figure right. out how to start verbalizing that and making a difference with it because you are a gift because people that just follow the rules and do as they're told they're not the people that make the meaningful changes that organizations right. and people and the world need right they may be doing the job really well but it's not just process improvement it could be a new recipe it could be you know, a, a chemical thing that if, if you're a chemist and you're working on something and you say, oh, you know, what if I did this on the side, you know, and kind of kind of do it. I think a lot of people have these ideas, but they, they don't know that they can actually go to their boss and pitch it. Or be their own new. boss. Or be how their own boss, that... right, if you want to start your own business or something. How do you know that you have something good enough that's an idea worthy of exploration? Right, right. Well, I'll give you an example with your brother. Gregory. Ah, yes, I have brothers. Yes, and I didn't tell Gregory I was doing this, so we'll hope we'll he's tell okay him with it. He'll be. He used to work when he was in college. He used to work in uh, like a cheesecake, not cheesecake, cheese steak company. You know, like go in and you get cheese steaks and fries and stuff like that. And you know, Gregory loves food, and and I'll never forget that he said that what he would start to do is kind of mix different ingredients on the side or make a special sandwich or something and then he started to ask his boss like hey taste this you know what do you think and boss was like well that, that's really good and the, his boss let him sell these as like specials and charge a premium charge a few dollars more and it gave greg a lot of pride and happiness because his unique you know little sandwich um, was good. The boss loved it because they were selling this item and making more money. I think and that's that, an example. I think it's a great example. And I think what we just, through our stream of consciousness banter here, uh -huh. we've just gotten to, I mean, this episode is about how do you innovate? That's it. We, we couldn't figure <laughs> this out before. How do you innovate in your job? It's great, Christina. Thank you. It's you're really, a genius. I mean, that, that's the episode, right? That's like, it. how do you innovate in whatever you're doing? How do you keep that spirit of innovation? Mm -hmm. And then what we're going to give you some actionable steps for is how do you pitch your innovations? Christina, you hit the... Innovate. Right. Innovate. And this is uh, another example. We talked in a we previous episode. We just had a eureka about, moment. We had a eureka <laughs> moment, but... You and I were planning this episode. We couldn't come up with that word, but we started it and you came up with it. So thank you. You're a genius. It's really not a super, uh, it's a super huge word either. <laughs> it's a pretty common word, but I don't know why neither of us could think about it in the moment. Well, at least we both know what it means instead of it being a complicated <laughs> word. 
So yeah, innovate. It took us a little <laughs> while to get to it, but that's what it's all about, guys. Yeah, it's all so, about innovating in right. whatever you are doing. It's about so, innovating right. in whatever you are doing in life. Right. But then taking it to the next step, instead of it just being notes on a piece of paper or that recipe is just, you know, sitting in your head. Let's see, how do you sell that to your boss? Or how do you jump ahead and maybe start your own business and do something? So dad, if you were to break it down for our listeners... Now that they've got their innovative idea and they're mm -hmm. starting to identify the things that they can make better in their respective world, how do they go about putting those ideas into execution and getting buy-in and getting their boss's support or getting right. investors' support if it's an entrepreneurial journey? And, what does that look like? And this is critically important. I have found in a lot of my training and stuff that I've done in the past Every business, every idea has to be sold because not everyone sees the vision. For example, I did a lot of training in pharmaceutical companies and the divisions that are working on different drugs for different diseases. They actually took my presentation skills training to help them formulate to sell to their management because they need the money, the funding to continue their research. And there's different departments with different drugs, different stuff, you know, that are trying the same thing. So the first part is to define the need. You really have to define the need and translate that into what would it take to get my either boss's attention or interest to be able to start to take it further. So translating your innovation into something that you're supervisor your boss whatever or if you're going out in business how would you be able to sell this idea right so going back to the story we told this morning you defined the need as christina's phone is always on life support <laughs> and she's not answering me <laughs> and maybe, maybe you were like let me take the excuse out of here as far as it being dead so right. that i know if i'm getting ghosted <laughs> correct this way at least i know She's ghosting me because I gave her that extra battery. Or I know what's going to happen now. It's like, well, I know I had this extra battery. I forgot to charge it. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, no. And so, my phone's really never dead. It's just always on. <clears throat> I think what really gets right. you upset is it's always on like 1%. Oh, it's never really dead? So can I have the battery back? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Now, the second thing is you have to now flesh out some ideas. So it, it has to be more concrete than a thought or an idea. So, for example, take the recipe for Greg. What he did was, which was brilliant, was that he gave the sandwich to his boss and asked him, how do you like this? He didn't ask for permission, right? He, no, and I think he that's, made it up. Yeah. That is the brilliant message that comes out of that is he created something, he innovated, and instead of asking the boss, hey, do you mind if I start playing with some different ingredients and try different things out? Because the boss could have said, you know, Greg, we really just need you to make the sandwich. Just make the number three. You've got your mayo. You've got everything you need. Just make the sandwich, right? right. You work at a sandwich shop. But instead, he put the sandwich together and just handed it to him to taste. Correct. So, you so know. So he generated interest and got attention. Exactly. Right. And if he had told the guy, you know, I'm going to put... What is it? Ham and tuna fish? Well, what I don't movie know. is that I, I have from? no idea what the sandwich no, was. <laughs> there's a movie where he goes, goes oh. together like ham and tuna fish. Oh. They don't go together at all, Dad. That's I didn't the think joke. So. Yeah, I yeah. I would imagine actually that that's how like pineapple on pizza became a th ham and pineapple pizza became a thing. 
because if somebody had told like Mr. Pizza that we're going to put ham and pineapple on top of like bread, cheese and sauce, somebody would be like, that sounds freaking disgusting. Right. (laughs) Right. But then, you know, it, it got manifested and somebody innovated it and put it together and had somebody taste it. And they were like, wow, that's actually right. really delicious. Yeah. So and you know the, what? I know that this is a polarizing topic because there's a lot of people that are very, very adamantly against pineapple on pizza. But I'm a big fan. So okay, come at well, me. No, I'm not bothering you. So, uh, <laughs> Sorry. I'm gluten free. I can't even eat the pizza. <laughs> but so to your point. Greg had the idea. He put some stuff together, but he sampled it. He got interest. Then he fleshed out the details. So, well, here's what we could do. Here's how, how it's made. The ingredients cost this much. Like it's the same as or less than, like you said, the number three sandwich. Let's charge a premium of $2.50 and we'll make more money on it. Right. And it's a special. So then... What you have to do is try to build like some type of story around this. You know, what's the pitch? What's the benefit? Because innovation is wonderful, but sometimes the reason it's not done is because maybe there's a cost factor or you'd have to have some special machine or you'd have to have this or that. So you need to build a story around the idea that sells it. So in this case with Greg, they charged extra for it. Maybe you don't have to ever do that. It might actually save money, the new innovation. No, but there's some, th- some kind of benefit because there's no right. reason to innovate <clears throat> right. if there's not some kind of benefit. And it goes back to a lot of it is knowing the audience, knowing Correct. what the, you, you know, you shared kind of defining what the need is. Mm-hmm. If you know that there's a need and you know that there's, you, you know, the, the volume of the need, right? But there's there, a million people that have this problem. But there may not be a need, but you can create one. Well, this just sounds sneaky now. Well, do you, I'm just kidding. You have a Lincoln for a car. Do you need all the little features it has? Well, no, I never no, knew. I, that... I I never knew I needed air to come out of the seat. Oh, until... There you go. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> You're right. Right. There was no really need for air conditioned seats. Correct. But they were able to define a need because there was hot summer days right. when people were getting example. into right. a hot car. Correct. Right. Yes. There needs White to be noise in the car to minimize sound. From outside, not necessarily a need for that, but... But I think the point is, Dad, that there needs to be some kind of... You need to have some kind of, like, bones to create the story of what the need is. Exactly. You're 100% correct. And also, now, also don't be afraid, and this will lead to the last point I want to make, but don't be afraid about hearing objections, which in sales parlance, an objection is the person who, who now says, yeah, but what about X? Or we can't do that because X. You follow? Mm-hmm. So be prepared to answer questions and to handle objections. Don't be afraid. Don't think everybody's going to go, Christina, that was a brilliant idea. Uh, you, you know, you get a $10,000 raise. Blah, blah, blah. No. Very often, great innovations have to be struggled to get them through that's a really good so. point and i think if you ever listen to there's a great podcast when you're not listening to morning coffee and mimosas how i built this mm-hmm. it's an npr podcast i think guy Raz is the creator but this was one of the first podcasts i it was actually like the podcast that got me into listening to podcasts and 
the common theme, it's basically brands that you know, they literally dig into how the brand came to be. Mm -hmm. And the story that you hear over and over again is the story of no, right? Right. And how many times the idea might have iterated and how many times they may have approached, you know, maybe the time wasn't right. Maybe the audience wasn't right. Mm -hmm. Maybe the story wasn't quite right, but they kept on. And, And sometimes none of that was wrong. It was just they were talking to the wrong person about it. Right. Or the last pieces, it wasn't the right time. Correct. You know, it's just not the right time for it, but there might be. But again, perseverance, persistence, staying with it, continuing to innovate the innovation. You know, maybe maybe version A of the iter- innovation might have been unwieldy, you know, but you keep at it. But the last and then the, the last piece, so that's five. Well, we'll, re- we'll you know how I like to recap, Dad. We'll recap but, for the audience. But there's a great quote. quote can't even talk from Frank Sinatra. Hey, you're really struggling to talk today. I am. What's I going on? No Did idea. you hit the mimosa a little bit too hard? <laughs> no, nothing. No mimosa. Coffee. <laughs> I think um, maybe you've got like the caffeine jitters or, or yeah, something. Maybe it's like, I think that's what it is. <laughs> Frank Sinatra quote. I do love Frank Sinatra. And it says, he said, the big lesson in life, baby, is never be scared of anyone or anything. And the point that I'm bringing that out on this is don't be afraid to push your ideas forward, to bring them up to the appropriate party, do what you have to do. And, you know, your, your day-to-day job will be more fun. There are so many inventions that came up because a rank and file employee thought of something, you know, better to do and brought it to someone's attention where someone struck out and on their own and did it. So the moral of the story is, as you are finding things in your day to day that give you that light bulb that goes up next to your right shoulder, take time to really think about it Mm -hmm. and think about what it could mean to the enjoyability of your life Mm -hmm. and others around you and look for the moments that you could be innovating. Right. And maybe that means you might find a passion of yours that could be your next entrepreneurial journey. That's right. Or it could just mean that in your job, you're going to be a lot more fulfilled mm-hmm. or you'll advance because you're the person that keeps making things better rather than, you know, just operating in the status quo. So if we are going to sum this up for you listeners and give you those five steps, I'm going to, I love to do a recap because I can count to five. <laughs> You're giving me eyes like I can't, we, but I we, swear we, I can. We joke in the band when we're doing sound checks and it's always, you know, one, two, check one, two, one, two. And I always, I always say out to the audience, I'm like, you know, musicians can't count past two or three. That's very good. But you can count to five. So you're I way ahead. I can count to five. Yeah, I can. I can count because I've got, I can you're actually count to 10 because I've got 10 fingers. I can sometimes if I, if it's, you know, summer weather, I can count to 20. Yeah. But the toes don't, you know, you can't like. Sometimes you forget. I know where I you can't were. put one down <laughs> right. the same way. It's a little harder. <laughs> anyway, so listeners, if we're going to recap for you, as you come up with those innovative, awesome ideas, as you're going about your day to day now, newly inspired and ready to tackle things, think about how do you pitch that idea or innovation to somebody else? How do you get somebody to invest in you? Whether it's mm-hmm. a boss, whether it's an investor, whether it's your family, you know, to take a new idea on. So number one, you first need to define that need and translate it into the person that you're pitching to's language. Mm -hmm. Step number two 
is make sure you flesh out the details. So have that outline of what are the high points that you really need to be able to get across. Right. And what is the benefit, right? The next thing is you need to build the story around your idea. So what is going to make it sell? What is the thing that got you excited about it? That's mm -hmm. probably a really big part right. of what that story is. And, and in that story, put your passion that, that got you excited in about it. In that story, or, put or your passion. sparked your innovation. Yes. And then number four, don't be afraid of the concerns and the objections because they will come and mm -hmm. they will, there will be many. So expect that and choose the right time. And if all you're getting is objections and no's, then maybe the timing just is off. So keep at it. Tweak the story. Right. Make sure that the need is accurate mm -hmm. and then start over because if yeah, it's or, an idea that's right. worth it. You've got to you've got to be the one to control the destiny of it. There you go. Beautiful. I love that. Do you? Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that's we good. finally got around to figuring out what innovation well, was. That's why I'm partnered with you because you came up with the innovation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dad. I, I think I need to put some mimosa in my coffee. <laughs> I think so. I think we got to get those coffee jitters calmed down today. That's it. Well, great job. All right, job. everybody. Well, listen. Thank you if for you listening. Thank you for listening. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe to our channel, share with a friend, leave us a comment, write a review. Five stars are nice. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But promote us. us. Yeah. And All yes, right. we will look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. You did good, Christina. Thanks for innovating. It's because I'm never scared of anyone or anything. <laughs> I know that. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's what worried me growing when you were growing up. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thanks we, for this battery, too. Uh, you're welcome. I'll wear it well. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening.